The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, a rich man had a steward who was reported to him for squandering his property. He summoned him and said, what is this that I hear about you? Prepare a full account of your stewardship because you can no longer be my steward. The steward said to himself, what shall I do now that my master is taking the position of steward away from me? I'm not strong enough to dig and I'm ashamed to beg. I know what I shall do when I am removed from the stewardship that I may be welcomed into their homes. He called in his master's debtors one by one. To the first he said, how much do you owe my master? And he replied, 100 measures of olive oil. He said to him, here is your promissory note. Sit down and quickly write one for 50. Then to another, the steward said, and you, how much do you owe? And he replied, 100 cores of wheat. The steward said to him, here is your promissory note. Write one for 80. The master commended that dishonest steward for acting prudently. For the children of this world are more prudent in dealing with their own generation than are the children of light. I tell you, make friends for yourselves with dishonest wealth so that when it fails, you will be welcomed into eternal dwellings. For the person who is trustworthy in very small matters is also trustworthy in great ones. The person who is dishonest in very small matters is also dishonest in great ones. If therefore you are not trustworthy with dishonest wealth, who will trust you with true wealth? If you are not trustworthy with what belongs to another, who will give you what is yours? No servant can serve two masters. He will either hate one and love the other or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and mammon. The Gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. Well, tonight we have a special baptism. Normally I would give a homily if there was only one baptism since there's two. You know, I don't think I can do a full three-hour homily. (laughs) So what I thought we would do is do the baptism, and I would kind of explain to you all the signs and the symbols of the baptism. It's a wonderful time to learn, well, what do Christians believe? What do we believe as Catholics about uh, our faith? So lex clarande, lex clarende, the way we worship is what we believe. So if you want to learn about baseball, you could give them a book or something, but eh, take them to a ball game and then explain it too as it goes along. So it is with our faith. So the best way really to evangelize is to bring people to, our, to the Mass, to our worship services, and then explain it as we go along. So I invite the, the parents and the godparents, if you would please come forward at this time. And we're going to have a little bit different. We're not going to use the waters of our baptism here, but rather the waters from the Jordan River. The waters from the Jordan River are the only water in which I and no one will bless. Lector, you'll need that. Normally we bless the, the waters of baptism. 
But the Jordan waters, we believe, were blessed by the baptism of Jesus himself. So at some point, someone went over to the Jordan River, right? I think one of the pilgrimages from the diocese and brought some back water. So we will not be blessing that water because it's already blessed by Jesus himself, by his, his baptism. Very good. Well, first of all, we want to do an, an anointing before baptism. And it looks like my oils. Oh, there they are. All right. So the oil of catechumen. Almighty and ever-living God, who sent your Son into the world to drive out from us the power of Satan, the spirit of evil, and to bring the human race rescued from darkness into the marvelous kingdom of light, we humbly beseech you to free these children from original sin. Make them temples of your glory. Grant that your Holy Spirit may dwell within them. We ask this through Christ our Lord. And so with this oil of catechumen, St. Paul spoke of this oil um, at the time of St. Paul. Of course, they had the Olympics, Greek Olympics. And he said this oil was very similar to the oil that an athlete would be oiled down. And so in some ways, we are uh, using this oil, recognizing that these children are going to be entering into an arena, a competition, per se, of the world, and that they need to be protected. So I'll just anoint their chests or their... May the strength of Christ the Savior protect you. As a sign of this, we anoint you with the oil of salvation in the same Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. Dear brothers and sisters, we pray that the Lord God may bestow new life upon these children by the water and by the Holy Spirit. And so I ask everyone to please stand. Haley and Hunter are receiving the gift of our faith. And this gift is transferred from one person to another. We are a holy, Catholic, and apostolic church, meaning that our church is based on the faith of the apostles. And so through this sacrament of baptism, they are going to receive the love of God and the Holy Spirit. And so we must strive to bring them up in the faith so that the divine life may be preserved from sin. And so, parents and godparents, if your faith makes you ready to accept this responsibility, then mindful of your own baptism, renounce sin and profess faith in Jesus, the faith of the church in which we are baptized. And so I ask everyone, do you renounce Satan and all of his works and his empty show? Do you believe in God, the Father, the Almighty, the creator of heaven and of earth? Do you believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was born of the Virgin Mary, suffered death and was buried, rose again from the dead, and is seated at the right hand of the Father? Do you believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting? This is our faith. We are proud to profess it in our Lord Jesus Christ. And so, parents, is it your will to have your children baptized in the faith that we have professed with you? Very good. One of the questions that sometimes people will ask is, why do we baptize as infants? 
In some ways, the question could be asked, why do we give them our U.S. citizenship? They have no choice. Once they're born here in the United States, that citizenship is forced upon them. We see that as a gift, don't we? So it is with our baptism. We give this gift as an infant because we see it as a gift, recognizing that later on in life they may choose to turn away from that gift, but we have the responsibility of giving it to them at at the earliest age. All right, let's bring the water. And who's going to be baptized first? Take the top off. Looks like Haley. Haley, I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Ah, hallelujah. Ah, hallelujah. hallelujah. All right, Hunter. Hunter, I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Ah, hallelujah. Ah, hallelujah. Ah, The congregation may be seated if you wish. Always like to point out at this point of the liturgy, Up to this time, I've been talking to the parents and godparents. And now instead, I will be speaking to the children themselves. This is the anointing of Holy Chrism. Holy Chrism is, um, oh, for those of us who used to put together balsa uh, model airplanes, remember those? Same type of uh, aroma. And this was used to to anoint our, our altar, the walls of our church, and my hands at my consecration uh, when I was uh, ordained, and then all of us was anointed with it at baptism. Almighty God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, has freed you from sin, giving you a new birth by water and the Holy Spirit, and has joined you to his holy people. He now anoints you with the chrism of salvation, so that you may remain always as a member of Christ, as a priest, prophet, and a king. So I'll take a little bit of the holy chrism and anoint the crowns of their heads. And then when mom and dad takes them home, they will smell that chrism filling the house. And again, St. Paul spoke about that as our acts of charities as Christians, that we fill the world with this aroma of Jesus Christ. The children have clothed themselves in white, just as I wear a white garment underneath my chasuble. Children, you have become a new creation, clothing yourself in Christ. May your white garment be a sign to you of your Christian dignity, with your family and friends to help you by word and example, bring an unstained into the joys of eternal life. We ask this through Christ our Lord. 
from our Paschal candle that we have lit at the Easter Vigil. I will light two small candles for them and give them to the, the godparents. Receive the light of Christ and receive the light of Christ. Parents and godparents, these children of yours have been enlightened by Christ. See to it that they may always walk as a child of the light so that they may run to meet the Lord when he comes with all the saints in the heavenly court. May the Lord Jesus, who made the deaf hear and the mute speak, soon touch your ears that you may hear his gospel and touch your mouth that you may boldly proclaim it with your life. And so, if everyone would please stand. Let us now welcome Hunter and Haley into our church.